Hi, I'm Sarah Carter, and this is Daily Dispatches, a project that helps me pay attention to what I'm paying attention to. For more information about the ideas behind it, listen to episodes one through three. Otherwise, we're just going to kick it right off. This project is part of a larger storytelling project called Daily Fieldwork. You can visit our website at dailyfieldwork.com, Instagram at dailyfieldwork, or email me at imdailyfieldworking at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. This is the sound of Saturday morning on Pecan Valley. Our neighbor is shining the pipes exhaust pipes on his Mack truck cab. He's listening to oldies. His German shepherd just barked at me. I think he's getting ready to mow or do something. I don't know what he's got going on. Um, oh, maybe it's the truck. He's, no, I can't tell. I'm on the other side of the house because that dog gets after me. Also, I saw a woman named Becca who is a nurse practitioner and she was walking with her dog, Ink. And um, she said that my landlord, Brenda Budka, a doctor, and her friend, Kathleen, a nurse, um, the mother of the farmer on the farm where we live, used to walk their babies up and down this road many years ago. And um, we talked about our mutual love of Rosie, who was not there, which means... I have half a warm apple in my sports bra that I was delivering. But anyway, she took a picture of me holding Buster, a beautiful, I I don't think he's a Cocker Spaniel, but some kind of a collie with big fluffy hair. He wanted to hold my hand, which really felt good. And then Annie, who grew up off the grid in Alaska, pulled up on her four-wheeler with her mother who was visiting. They had just gone to milk their cows. And she said, I need to ask you a question. You like to jog, right? And I said, yes. And she said, would you help me? I am, I need to do some short jogs. And I just kept listening because she's very active. And she said, for my donkeys. (laughs) She said, my donkeys need to lose some weight. And so she'll text me details regarding a little workout program for her mini donkeys. So, and to think I started out this morning behind on 1,000 words of summer, a little bit sad because my plans to swim with my friend's kids um, went awry because one got sick and I was thinking about how much work I had to do, but the community around me said a big no ma'am to feeling blue. And I said a big yes ma'am to jogging with donkeys. Sunday, June 12th, went to Quaker meeting, went to Bates Nursery. I really tore up my flower bed taking the weeds up my landlady has more of like an English gardening style and leaves a lot of ground cover but my training was in my mama's garden getting a nickel per morning glory and so it's a real 
Sherman-esque scorched earth policy when I'm weeding. And I forgot that we're hosting a wedding for my landlord's family in July. So I had to run out and try to get a little like purple sage and some sedum and try to make it not look so terrible. Um, so I about wore myself out today and I love to work in the heat. Um, but boy, I had to like make myself take little breaks. I like really burned it at both ends. Um, but now my, and I put in my window box, ornamental peppers, sedum, lantana, and I've got some, um, marigold seeds, um, that were growing. So anyway, feels good to get that done. Feels good to be tired at the end of the day. I love like a little, um, peanut butter and banana, um, lunch because you're too, too hot to eat anything else. That's all. Hi. This is the sound of cows getting ready for bed. They're having some water before bedtime. And and breathing heavily in the heat and flicking flies. Feeling a little bit riled, a little restless before bedtime. Me too, that's why I'm having a little walk. Everybody's got her horns going. Oh, a little snacky. Everybody's a little snacky, I guess. Okay. June 13th. This is how it sounds at the recycling center at White's Creek High School, home of the Cobras on a day that the high is 98 degrees. It's kind of like stepping back in time. All of the cheese wagons are parked and lined up together, radiating heat. And one of the radios is left on in one of the buses. I don't know if a kid left a radio or because all the buses are off. I don't know. It's kind of ghostly. And the old stadium is resting under the lights with old style letters cut out at the very top. And it's a very brutal summery scene. A scalp schoolyard. The hot asphalt. The smell of the recycling bins. It must be summer. Today is June 14th. Hi, I'm here with Christy Lynch. It's 7.40 p.m. on June 15th, and I don't know a lot about cats, and um, she told me a tip about arching backs. Christy? Okay, 
Oh. <laughs> oh, the cat started fighting just as we said this. So it's a perfect time. Y'all quit. I don't know. It's not necessarily every cat, but definitely with my cat, Vern. I have four cats. One of them, his name is Vern. He is the most skittish of my four cats, but he loves to be pet. But the way that you know that he wants to be touched and that it's not going to scare him so bad that he runs into the other room and hides under the bed (laughs) is if he comes up to you and just arches his back and sort of just stands there looking at you as if to say, have you noticed that I have a back? Here it is. What if you touched it? (laughs) And very reliably, um, he will receive a pet if he's (laughs) exhibiting that behavior. Okay. Are there any other, like, international cat tells that the uncatted would benefit from? Mm -hmm. Like for pets? Yes. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. I mean... It is sort of common practice when you're approaching a new cat to hold out your hand so they can sniff it first. Okay. And then Noodles is doing it right now. If it if they either sort of rub their face on it or bump their noggin on it, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a friendly sign. And that oh. means like, okay, go ahead. If they bite you, is that an unfriendly sign? Typically. Okay. Oh, did you hear that? Is that a little... Noodles, you purring? This is my other cat, Noodles. <laughs> He's not so smart, and he stinks, but he's <laughs> he's the sweetest one we got. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Good night, everybody. <laughs> the high today is 98 degrees. Not even the building with the mysterious cool air wafting up from the basement can help me. I've been trying to um, come up with a bath on my normal walking path it's just shade dependent or like is a complete route based on the levels of shade but wow you really pay the price when you miscalculate I still have hope that I'll come up with a shady city walk though we'll report back this is for June 16th Guess who's snoring? It's Red Dog. He's here for an impromptu sleepover. He came down because his girls and his family came to swim. We had a pool party and he just stayed on, even though he didn't drink too much. He just stayed at the house, which I'm tickled about. His old bones, I think, are hurting and he's been staying up on his porch mostly. So, I put down his little doggy blankets for when he stays, and we're going to have a good old-fashioned sleepover. Um, Today is Friday. We've done it again. I'm going to do a reading from a cookbook that my Aunt Lynn in Winfield, Alabama really likes. She is a fan of a YouTube cook named Miss Brenda Gant. And she adopted a biscuit making method where you basically just like reuse your flour in a in the pan. Like you make a bowl within the flour 
and use your hands to knead it in a big container of flour and then cover it up the way they used to do in the old days when people made biscuits every day or you had a biscuit drawer and my auntie surprised me with this cookbook from my birthday and I'm going to read a little glossary of southern cooking phrases. I don't really go in for like a lot of like tea towel phrases about funny southern jokes but um I like these. They're actually helpful cooking and um gosh, is it called just called the Redneck Cook Oh, the White Trash Cookbook. Um there's a great bitter southerner on the person who made the white trash cookbook but they're actually real recipes and like good ethnography kind of um um white trash cooking is what it's called Ernest Matthew Mickler he was like a really interesting um writer and figure anyway um this is not that this is she is an old school Southern cook um, and like more down home and relatable than like Paula Dean or someone like that. Um, just someone that cooks like my Mimi did. So anyway, maybe you'll like it. Hopefully Red will crank up some loud enough snores so that you can hear him in the background. Um. But this is a, sl- a southern glossary of cooking terms. Bacon drippings, of course, the grease that's produced from frying bacon. Blue John is skim milk. Boiler is a large stock pot with a lid. Concoction, she said, is any new dish I invent, of course. Cracklins, we know, fat of a pig, sometimes with the skin on. Crumblies. I guess some of these might be specific to her uh, cooking. Uh, crumblies, the good bits of food on the bottom of the skillet. Deep fat frying. Frying food in the deep skillet that is half full of oil. Dinner is lunch, the midday meal. Don't divorce the salt and pepper means pass the salt and pepper together. Goodies or the extra stop. Stuff on top of cakes and pies. Grace, we know it's the blessing before the meal. Light bread is a white loaf bread. Pot liquor, P-O-T-L space L-I-K-K-E-R. The juice from cooking vegetables like turnip greens and rutabagas. Slather is to put a whole lot of something on something. Scum gully, a dish with everything but the kitchen sink. We don't use that term, but... I think she's from Alabama. I don't know where that one came from. Solid grease is shortening, like Crisco. One time, um, Mama bought Crisco from the Food Lion, and she thought there was a hair in it. You know, the old... I don't know how it is now, because I I don't have Crisco in my house right now, but it used to come in, like, a big... And, like, a... um, It had a blue wrapper on the outside... And it was actually like an aluminum can it had like a little foil on the top and you peel back the foil, but the casing was aluminum and mom thought there was a hair in it. 
And she took it back to the grocery store. And it turned out that it was just a shard of, like, the aluminum top. It was, like, metal, like a peanut tin or something. And we got so tickled about that. Anyway, that's your Crisco. Sopping is holding your biscuit in your hand and gathering all the gravy on your plate with the biscuit. Like, wiping it around. Supper is dinner or the evening meal. And sweet milk is whole milk. I I would think sweet milk is evaporated milk. But this ain't, this ain't my cookbook. Um, Alright, well, red's turned over, so I guess it's time to call it. Hope you had a wonderful week. Mine was a real mixed bag. It's something about a geriatric dog snoring really uh drowns out the fray um into the weekend bye that's it and that's all it was a hot one in nashville this week i think the high was 98.6 with humidity the humidity now it's in the 80s and it's 50 percent humidity and it's been even more than that this week on the day that it was 98 i think it was also 50 percent humidity Anyway, uh, hope you have a good weekend. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. Stay hydrated. See you next time.